Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And if it's Thanksgiving, that means it's gift buying season. Luckily, today's Total Soccer Show is sponsored by Enclosed. If you're looking for something different for your significant other, why not spice things up by getting them high-end lingerie from Enclosed? This is not department store lingerie. These are seriously high-end products. And with the Enclosed size guarantee, Enclosed products fit right 98% of the time. Enclosed does all the work and you get all the credit. If you go to enclosed.gifts and use the code TOTALSOCCER at checkout, you'll get $35 off any multi-month order. One more time, that's enclosed, E-N-C-L-O-S-E-D dot gifts, G-I-F-T-S, and the code is TOTALSOCCER for $35 off any multi-month order. Welcome to the Total Soccer Show. My name is Daryl Grove and I'm joined by a man who'll be hosting Thanksgiving this year. His name is Taylor Rockwell. Hello. Hello. I got excited because I thought you were talking about the purpose of today's show and then I realized, no, I'm actually hosting Thanksgiving and I got a little nervous and I started the sweat. You got things to do. You got things to do. Uh, So many things. (laughs) So many things. I'm actually going home to England Mm -hmm. where Thanksgiving will just be Thursday. Yes. I'm familiar with that from living in Turkey when Christmas was a Tuesday. Ironically, right? Yes. I mean, that was just it. That was it. Yeah. Because of Turkey. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I see what you're getting at here. I see what you're getting at. You think they'd like it more, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, no, we can move on from that one. <laughs> All right. That was a no but. <laughs> yeah, um, no but. So this is the first of a two-part mm. Thanksgiving Total Soccer Show special. I hear they're hungry for Turkey and hungry. Nailed it. You're welcome for that. Oh, should we still carry on with the show? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> so this is the first of our two-part Thanksgiving special. Yep. Um, today we're going to be having Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. And on tomorrow's show, we're going to be uh, letting people know what we're thankful for. Right. We, we, we'll have had the meal. Then we're doing the part where we have to go around and say what we're thankful for because I guess we've run out of uh, conversation. So yeah. we've got to find something. <laughs> so we're all just going to talk about things we like. So today we will be, mm-hmm. uh, we'll be going through who we're inviting mm-hmm. to our Thanksgiving dinner. Then we'll be sitting down to the meal and we'll be sort of making some analogies between Thanksgiving dishes and certain soccer teams and people and personalities. And finally, we'll be um, not having, we'll be trying to avoid some Thanksgiving arguments, Mm -hmm. topics to avoid at Thanksgiving (laughs) dinner. That is the structure of today's show. I'm pretty excited about it, I gotta say. I'm ex- especially for the people we're gonna invite, because uh, I'm hoping that at least one of these actually turns up to my Thanksgiving, and that would be a very eventful day. Oh, yeah, this could really happen for you, right? It could, okay, but it so won't. Who's, who's on your list then? Who are you inviting um, to Thanksgiving dinner? All right, I'm gonna start off with one that some may be less familiar with. I know you and I have more familiarity because we recently just met him. I'm going with Lutz Fun and Steel oh, as, yeah. as my, number one, my number one Thanksgiving invite. Uh, he's the current uh, sporting director or current managing director of sport at uh-huh. uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf, but we, we we got to chat with him a little bit. He was, did kind of like a panel conversation where he just like spun around and took people's questions as they came in. He had the kind of high energy. He didn't energy. have um, a spinning chair. No. He had a normal chair that he seemed to manage to make spin around the room. He would like pick up and turn around or yeah. sometimes just like contort himself. But he was he kind of had the like frantic energy that I tend to have. And I kind of like the – he was all over the place. He was happy to answer any questions. But he also has – Would you make him sit in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner? I might actually. But <laughs> I feel like he would be one of the focal points. Uh, 27 clubs in a 20-year. 
your career. Uh, first uh, football player to belong or to play on like what every continental association. Yep. So he's got lots of stories. You know he does, and I feel like he's gonna he's gonna bring it with the stories, but he's still gonna be engaged. I'm yep. all about Lutz van and Steel. He's also um, because he's famously very good at scouting. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his expertise, right? For Hoffenheim, yep. he were, he found Roberto Firmino. Um, I would ask him to bring a dish, and mm-hmm. he might bring a nice surprise. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he, he finds like the new the new hipster Thanksgiving yeah, food. That's new, gonna be the trend in five years. The new under the radar dish. Yeah. <laughs> Plus those flowing locks. Come on, are you kidding me? Plus those flowing you locks. you got to have that. All right, I'm inviting Weston McKinney. All right. Weston McKinney, excuse me, mm-hmm. I'm going to pronounce it correctly. I'm inviting Weston McKinney. One, because every time you see any B-roll from uh, US Men's National Team training, he is the life and soul of the party, right? Yeah, Big green, always making people happy, um, keeping, the, keeping the energy up. But most important, importantly, he won't mind switching seats to accommodate everybody else. <laughs> Is that what it's going to be? Like every couple minutes, it's going to be like, no, I thought that was where you needed yeah. to sit. I want you to be here for 10 minutes. Yep. If that doesn't work, we're going to move you over here. And then inevitably, I don't know what right back uh, as a position would be at Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe the kids' table? Did he get thrown <laughs> over to the kids' table? Yeah, for a I mean, while he's too? entertaining the kids for a bit. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Weston McKenna, you can do, do a bit of everything. <laughs> All right, I like that one. Um, I want Lutz to have a partner at mine. I want him to be able to like speak German if he needs to. So I'm going to throw in Jurgen Klopp. I feel like Jurgen All Klopp right. is, uh, he would be good natured enough and he'll be a, a, a buddy to Lutz. But also, I feel like he has the passionate or he's like interested in lots of stuff but passionate about a few which is you what what you want in a conversational partner you don't want a lot of hard opinions constantly you want back and forth and engage but then also you're still getting their perspective on stuff and i feel like Jurgen Klopp is bringing that to thanksgiving dinner i'll be honest i'd like to see those chompers in action as well right i know you know they can go to work you could make short work of some dinner yes very (laughs) german thanksgiving so far that might be the end of that one (laughs) okay i'm also inviting a coach i am inviting jose Mourinho. Mm -hmm. here's why it's a perfect time now to invite Jose Mourinho. Yeah, he's happy. He's in a good mood, yeah. and he is on a charm offensive. Did you hear him talking about the huge pillows at Tottenham's hotel? No. People just, I think there was a, qu- a press question where someone just asked him what his, enjoy- what his favorite thing has been so far. And apparently he's been staying at a hotel, I think that's attached to the stadium, and he's just in love with the size of the pillows. Does he own a home? I think he's always staying in various hotels around right? the world. He's bouncing around. Right? Yeah, yeah. I saw. I did see. The- oh, it might have been just that, like he was stay- staying late mm-hmm. and doing some work. But anyway, like um, la- this time last year. I mean, it's a Jose who's happy about pillows. I take your point. There we go. <laughs> this time last year, yeah. he just would have been an absolute misery. Mm-hmm. You would not want him around your dinner, right? He would bring the mood down. This year, he's uh, yeah, he's on a charm offensive. So a charming Jose is someone I want at my dinner table. Knowing that he spent like a good chunk of last week, like walking around wearing the Tottenham purple jacket, yeah. he seemed to be wearing that all over London. Oh, he'd turn up in that. That's for sure. about that was my question. Is he suit or is he purple jacket? Oh, You've purple got jacket, it answered. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Um, go, any more, anything else to say about Jose? Mm. That's a good one. I would like Jose. And I feel like you're absolutely right. We saw him. Was it with Sky where he was doing some analysis and, and like kind of brought it but then backed off when it wasn't his time? He, he was did, BT Sport. Yes, it was yeah. BT Sport. I really liked him again for the like – he doesn't have to be in every conversation. He backs off when he needs yeah. to, but when he's in there, he's in there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I want someone to help with the hosting duties aside from uh, myself. My wife is not obligated to attend this because I think it would just make her roll her eyes constantly. Um, although she would maybe enjoy some of the stories. But I do want a, another host or hostess, I should say. So I'm going with Rebecca Lowe. I'm bringing Rebecca Lowe into my Thanksgiving. I went the same. Did you really? Yeah, I just thought she would do a good job of keeping the mm-hmm. conversation moving. I have like conversation facilitator extraordinaire. Yes. Yep. Yes. And when there's been enough about one topic, she would move us on to the mm-hmm. next one yeah. at exactly the right moment. Right. She'd do yeah. it like seamlessly without anybody feeling like, oh, no, I talked about that too much. She'd yeah. find a way to make everybody feel comfortable. Uh-huh. And I'm down yeah. for that one. She makes the two robbies seem nice and smooth. <laughs>
Uh, since you have Rebecca, why don't you do another one? Uh, Roy Keane. Okay. Roy Keane would bring an air of wow. unpredictability mm-hmm. to proceedings. And the most important thing, he will bring some really honest opinions about the food. <laughs> yeah, he would. If there's a dish that nah, is not up to, not to stir me. for any reason, he mm-hmm. would absolutely tell us about it. And he'd probably tell us about how, if he prepared it, yep. why it would have been better. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And it would have been way more intense, but yep. also way better, obviously. Uh-huh. And he probably wouldn't blink the whole time that he was doing it. But I, I'm always really uncomfortable when something's definitely wrong, but mm-hmm. everybody's pretending it's not wrong. So Roy Keane is there to break any of those moments. If there's something wrong at the table, Roy Keane will let us know. Yes, he certainly, <laughs> certainly will. Uh, he might keep it a little bit too calm for my liking, and I need someone to make it a bit of a, like a party near the end. I want it to like ratchet up. He, like, you don't want it to like fade off into nothing. You, uh, maybe you want to keep it going? That's where Rajanangalan comes in, because I have a feeling he's going to you know, start smoking in the middle of Thanksgiving. That'll be interesting. He's going to have a few drinks. That's going to be interesting. But he's still going to be like interesting. He's got a, like a crazy life story that he can tell, but then you know, he won't be hesitant to get into the drinks, and I think that will facilitate the, the rest of the evening. Does Rajanangalan like a drink? Uh, he likes a drink. He likes a smoke. He likes a night out. I think his right? quote from a couple years ago, he's now played it down and is like, I'm not a party boy. But I think a couple years ago, the quote for Rolling Stone was like, some people just want to like play soccer and go home. I'm all like, I would much rather go out and experience life. So that to me is <laughs> what I want at my Thanksgiving. I am inviting John Anthony Brooks. Okay. Um, and I would keep him safe for the few hours he <laughs> was wrap him up. getting dinner. I would put um, padding around the corners of all the tables mm-hmm. and the chairs. So just I would feel safe knowing that while John Anthony Brooks was in my house having Thanksgiving dinner. He would be safe for those moments. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, I appreciate you looking out for the U.S. national yeah. team as well. You looked out for them way more than I did because I'm not inviting any of the U.S. men's national team oh, to really? my Thanksgiving. I am inviting Crystal Dunn okay. uh, because we've had Crystal Dunn on the show before. Uh, I've interacted with her a little bit. She is wonderful and funny and friendly and is also a world champion, so she could tell some world champion stories. Yeah. She's pleasantly quirky. Yes, is how exactly. I would describe Crystal exactly. Dunn. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, wanted to move to North Carolina to be with her husband. Like I, I dig that. That's kind of that's kind of my story. That's kind yeah, of your story. Not the North true. Carolina part, but I appreciate that as well. <laughs> Not far off. I was no. only off by a few hundred miles. <laughs> right. Exactly. Crystal Dunn's within driving distance as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She can make it up. Perfect. All right. Perfect. No excuses, Crystal. Um, I would also invite Greg Behalter because oh. I think oh boy. enough wine mm-hmm. and over the course of a long conversation and without U.S. press officers, so you need Roger Angela to get that wine flow. Directing questions. <laughs> yeah. I think I could get a lot out of him. I think Ooh. I could get some answers out of him. I think I could get him to diagram some of the patterns of play. I think like over the course of like a two or three hour Thanksgiving dinner where he loosens up a little bit, um, I, I think we could get some information out of Greg Berhalter. And then we say a lie or a line? A lot. A lot. I yeah. said a lie out no, of him. We'll I was like, you want to information gotcha, out of him. Gotcha, gotcha, so then gotcha, we'd gotcha. be the podcast with all the answers about what Greg Berhalter is trying to get the US men's national team to do. I appreciate how noble your, yours is. Mine is just like, <laughs> I just want a good time, baby. Um, actually, I wanted your uh, insight on one of my final guests. Okay. I do want some like analysis with some stories behind it. So do I want one of the match of the day uh, people? And if so, which one do you think I want? Or do I invite Neville and Carragher and just see what happens? Oh, invite Neville and Carragher. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yes, absolutely. All right. Then let, then, them, let then them argue it out. Gary Neville and Jimmy Carragher. I'm going to put them on opposite ends of the table and just hope that they start screaming across of it. And that uh-huh. way, everybody has entertainment. <laughs> Do you have more people? Um, I'm going to invite not Graham Souness because I don't want to hear about how the burned green bean casserole is Paul Pogba's fault. Exactly, right? <laughs> if the casserole had had less flashy uh, toppings, it wouldn't be such an issue. Exactly. If it just got down to its business of being a casserole. That's why you're not invited, Graham. Nope. That's why you're not invited. Uh, I'm inviting Ed Woodward, but sitting at the children's table by himself. So he has to sit silently and think about what he's done. <laughs> And my last, my last invitee, you know, just because I want it to be a happy, cordial time, is Gunnersaurus. Because if Gunnersaurus can make 
even Arsenal fans right now at least smile every now and then and at yeah. least enjoy a little bit of life, then you know he can make the party that much better if need be. Can he use an knife and fork with those little arms? I mean, that in and of itself will be hilarious to watch. <laughs> you going to tell me you don't want to watch Gunnersaurus eat? I don't really know where the food's going to go. I hope they cut a mouth hole in there, otherwise there's going to be some problems. He's <laughs> be eating out of his neck, I'm pretty sure. That's, that's where the placement's going to coincide. Oh, boy, that could be... Frightening. All right, so we should get those invitations out quick because Thanksgiving is coming soon. Yeah, I'm not really optimistic about my my uh, my Thanksgiving invitees from all over the planet and also a dinosaur. It could be tough. <laughs> it could be tough to get them uh, involved and en route. Well, before we talk mm-hmm. about what's for dinner, yeah. today's show is sponsored by Away. Away makes thoughtful luggage for modern travel. I am a proud mm-hmm. Away owner i love my away suitcase and you are about to uh, go on a journey i'm assuming the away suitcase will be coming with you it certainly will w- what are the features that you enjoy most about it when it comes to facilitating your travel to making your life slightly easier so i know this sounds like i'm reading copy but the lightweight and durable shell mm-hmm. is a real thing mm-hmm. the case even when the case is full it's not heavy because the ex- you know the actual body mm-hmm. of the case is nice and light but also it's got it has got a weird toughness about it so i'm confident that when the Virgin Atlantic baggage handlers mm-hmm. are tossing it around, that it will not suffer any dents or bumps or bruises. Everything inside is nice and safe. This is uh, definitely not from the copy because it's going to be a little bit rambly, but I'll say this about the uh, away offerings. The one that Daryl has, like, I, I don't have any particular reason to note or remember Daryl's uh, luggage, but when we were in New York, I got through customs faster than you did, so I went to pick up our bags. Having seen your bag once, I knew which one was yours because it, yes. it's a distinct look and it has like a nice coloring to it. You have like the kind of light bluish one. Yeah, it's Rob- teal. Oh, teal. I was going to go Robin's yeah. egg blue, but teal okay. might be better. But yeah, like it just like it came through, and I was like, yep, yeah, that's Daryl's. Again, having only seen it briefly, like not really paying attention to your uh-huh. suitcase, but it's just got a nice like aesthetic look to it, but it's also simple, and it's big enough to carry everything you need. So that stood out to me as well. And last time we talked about the built-in uh, laundry bag, mm-hmm. which was a nice surprise. I didn't know it was in there, and I found it, and I was like, oh, that's where I put my dirty laundry, right? Yeah. In the built-in luggage bag. Another thing that I didn't know was in there, the compression pad. Mm. So this is um, a pad with straps that you can put over one side of the case and if like me you overpack then you can like compress everything down by pulling on the straps and having the compression pad force everything down a little bit and then you can zip it up do you also have uh the combination lock on yours or is that a feature so how does that work because it's a tsa approved combination lock which is important because if it weren't then the tsa is not approving your luggage But do you just like give work? them the password? No, no. There's a little. Um, I think, as I understand it, there's a key that the TSA have that uh-huh. fits um, a, a ah, certain that type of lock. That's okay. what it looks like to me. And then, yeah, the can't you get the three 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 digit combination? Um, I can say I chose a soccer formation for uh-huh. mine because my first trip was a soccer trip, and I was thinking about it. Man, that would be a question that you could torture me with, I think. Because if you just said, like, w- which one did he choose and gave me an hour, I would – you'd probably come back and there'd be, like, Charlie-esque, like, drawings all over the walls. Because I could, like, well, maybe it's a 361 because he did it ironically to be American. I know he lives a 433. I would go too long. I would go way too long. Yeah. So well, I'm going to leave it at that and instead say, let's talk about it way some more. As long as I know what it is. That's probably good, more important. Right? That's um, probably more important. There's also the ejectable battery mm-hmm. so I can keep my phone charged. I do really enjoy the um, the non-panic, the not having to look around the airport for an outlet. Yes. Wherever I sit, I can just plug my phone into my suitcase um, and then away we go. And then um, a lot of um, airlines won't let you fly with a lithium battery. 
You just pop it out, stick it in your pocket, and then you just carry your battery around or stick it in your hand luggage. Easy enough. And yeah. it's easy enough to get $20 off a suitcase right now. You can visit awaytravel.com slash TSS and use promo code TSS during checkout to get $20 off a suitcase. One more time, awaytravel.com slash TSS, and the promo code is TSS for $20 off your suitcase or piece of luggage or what have you. I genuinely recommend uh, using an away travel suitcase. All right. So we've done who we're going to invite. Now should we do foods or what not to talk about? What, let's do what's for dinner. All right. Because yeah. you, you want to anticipate what's yeah. coming. You, you mm. want to anticipate the food that's in front of you. Slightly weird that we're talking about uh, food by talking about humans. So that could be a little odd. But I'm, I'm good with it. So we're basically going to be saying the foods of Thanksgiving and then maybe kind of like which player, team, what have you, uh, we feel like is best representative of that food. How about it? All right. I'm going to go for the turkey. I'm going to start off with, it's like a centerpiece. It's always there. It's occasionally boring because it's always there or it can be a little bit too dry, but it can be amazing and and you add different spins to it. But at the end of the day, you know what you're getting and that's Juventus. Juventus or the turkey. Because I'm just saying like, they're always there. You know, they're always going to be there. They can be incredible, but they can also be dry and it doesn't matter. They will still be on the table. My turkey is Unai Emery Mm -hmm. because at time of recording, he's not quite cooked. Your turkey was better. Your turkey was better. What else have you got? Um, I've got mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes is Michael Bradley because right. it brings back happy memories, but is maybe now it's a bit too stodgy. I've, I've <laughs> gone a similar route. Uh, my mashed potatoes would be the number eight position for the U.S. men's national team because it can be very good, Weston McKinney, and at its worst, it's fine, but maybe uninspiring, Christian Roldan. Oh, um, I've, you're not going to like this one. Cranberry sauce in a can uh-huh. is Manchester United because it's red and wobbly. Oh. I mean, first of all, I'm okay with it because I love cranberry sauce in a can. It's uh-huh. an ongoing source of debate between myself and my wife. Uh, but I went for cranberry sauce in a can as being artificial. Most people hate it. A small group of people loves it and has a little bit of Americanness to it. RB Leipzig. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Um, uh, but I've also got, gone cranberry, uh, homemade cranberry sauce, oh, yeah. which is um, made from scratch as opposed to picked up at the store, easily purchased at the store, crafted with love and attention, but it can't really exist on its own and still has that American vibe to it. It's RB Salt. Um, I've got uh, stuffing. Mm -hmm. Stuffing is Christian Pulisic because America can't decide if it goes on the inside or the outside. I like yours. Again, we had similar similar approaches here. My my gravy is Christian Pulisic because it just makes everything around it better. Does it? Did you watch the October Canada game? Yeah, I did. And I guess like if everything is garbage and you add gravy on top of it, then yeah, it's garbage with gravy on it. But there's still gravy involved. Maybe the gravy had the flu as well. Okay. Maybe the gravy had the flu. Um, eggnog. Mm-hmm. Eggnog is unleashing Alfredo Morales in your central midfield. Uh, you only do it every so often and then things get wild and you remember why you don't do it so regularly. <laughs> I love eggnog. Is that, do you do eggnog at Thanksgiving? Not very often. Okay. I kind All of right. always taste it. I'm like, oh, that's not that good. And I'll try it again next year. <laughs> uh, I've got... Uh, so My apologies to Alfredo Morales, who I mean, is a lovely man. He's definitely listening, and we know he's intense, and I <laughs> yeah. think you're in trouble. Uh, one from earlier, uh, I'm going to do a callback, uh, salt-cured Virginia ham, which might be a thing known only to people from this yeah. area, uh, but it can be served hot or cold. It can be hot or cold. Uh, very, very salty and delicious in the right moments. That's Roy Keane. That's who I've got there. <laughs> Maybe Jose Mourinho, too, but I'm going Roy Keane for being very, very salty. Um, I've got um, Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. Um, is it's all denim, right? Appropriately enough, just like the Canadians men's national team, it is celebrated in October, but then overshadowed by America in November. 
It's not even a food. It's just a good joke. I've, I've gone for a Halloween pumpkin being Leicester City. Why is that? Because uh, you aren't really angry it's there. You're more so slightly confused because you thought it would be tossed aside by early November. And yet here it is. That's Leicester City. And this happened a few years ago as well, right? It really did. It really did. That pumpkin just keeps showing back up. Um, I've got Jello Salads, mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea FC, okay. because it's for kids. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think I've ever eaten a Jello Salad, and that's a position I am happy to advocate for the rest of my life. Yep. I have eaten, uh, reluctantly, hesitantly, green bean casserole, Ooh. which is a thing that probably should be more uh, desirable, especially when it has the promising ingredients, but it ends up being the biggest source of leftovers because no one seems to want it. Yeah. That's Gareth Bale. I'm very... <laughs> This is a very expensive green bean casserole. <laughs> it really was. They went for like homoni bedico as the ham and like <laughs> like locally sourced hand picked green beans. Yeah, it was a very expensive one. <laughs> you tried to sell it to China, mm. but they were they yeah. weren't quite willing to meet you. And now demands. the only people eating it are three Welsh fans in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so what what is green bean casserole? I see it. Um, every Thanksgiving, I think there's like I don't quite understand it. I, I don't think, know what's I think it's in like there. green beans and like cream of onion soup, or you put like onions on top of it. I don't know. It's never been my thing, really. Uh, some people like it. I think I would say just eat green beans. That would be fine. Yeah, with me. right. Yeah. I mean, also, I think I said this to you earlier that if if it was actually a good dish, mm-hmm. you would serve it outside of the like, third Thursday in November. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if it was a proper food, we'd eat it all the time. There is a weird, like, you do have to have the right combination of Thanksgiving foods for the plate to be balanced. Because if you're just eating, it's like the Paul of Tompkins bit about frosting versus pie filling, that, like, if you're eating pie filling, there has been a disaster. <laughs> and if you're eating, like, like cranberries from a can and green bean casserole, something has gone horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> or it's, like, mid-December and you're just eating whatever you have left from Thanksgiving. I've got one for dessert. What's that? Ice cream. Mm-hmm. Ice cream is Timmy Chandler mm-hmm. because it falls apart if things get too hot. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. <laughs> and it does, I guess it does better in the colder climates in Germany. It's, uh, All right, yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, my dessert would be pumpkin pie. It's the old standard. It's very, very, very infrequently atrocious. And when it is, you just get rid of it and you, you make it beautiful again. Uh, when it's in its basic form, it wins every time. It wins dessert every time. That's Bayern Munich. Oh, like, very nice. It can be a few deviations, but for the most part, you know what you're getting. You know what it is. Um, I'm also confused by cornbread. Mm-hmm. Cornbread is Steve Bruce. Um, it's a funny shape and I don't quite get the appeal, but it seems to get the job done. Wait, hold on. You don't get cornbread? I don't, yeah, I don't quite understand it. You like, don't like it? Which thing don't you like? The delicious part or like the delicious part or the delicious part? Is it delicious? Part? I'm always confused by it. Maybe I'm not doing it. Maybe I'm not doing it right. You, I mean, I guess you're right. It's got to have a little bit of moisture to it. If you're just eating dry cornbread, then it suddenly is like eating straw. But you're supposed to like dip it in something or do something else with it? You or? can. You could, you could do some like a, you could do like a, a butter on it if you want to. Okay. So a salted butter, a maple butter if you want. That's what I'm not doing. That's a honey butter, doing. also fine. All right. I don't know your position on honey butter, Daryl. Um. It sounds good. Okay. Pro. <laughs> yeah. Honey butter on, on some cornbread. That, that works well. Um, I've got one final one for I you. I think it's just I resist the idea that Steve – or reject the idea that Steve Bruce can be representative of any food that isn't uh, something I don't want to eat and I want to eat cornbread. Well, just, so now I'm upset. Newcastle are not in the relegation zone, mm-hmm. which just means he's getting the job done no yeah. matter what. Right? Okay. Um, I've got one final one for you. Um, Greg Berhalter's U.S. men's national team is – that complicated recipe that looks delicious, but the people in the kitchen are having trouble following the recipe, and the people waiting for the food are getting very impatient. I'm going to say that is uh, – you watched Friends, right? 
friends. Yeah. Uh, that is Rachel's trifle she makes when the pages get stuck together and she makes half an English trifle and half a shepherd's pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I don't think this is supposed to go together, but we've all got places to be. Yep. So we're just going to say we're okay with it and hope it all works out. Yeah, that's been some of the friendlies under Bell. Spoiler <laughs> alert, it does not work out. <laughs> that was USA Venezuela. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that one. So Greg Berhalter is both a food at yours and an invited guest to yours as well. Yes. I'm very interested to see if he shows up on the third list we're going to be doing, which is maybe topics to avoid uh, at Thanksgiving if you're having a soccer-centric Thanksgiving dinner. Well, I'll give you a spoiler alert. He absolutely does show All right. up. Uh, but before we get to that, uh-huh. today's Total Soccer Show is sponsored by a company that's going to have you looking good mm-hmm. when you turn up for Thanksgiving dinner. Impress your parents. Look successful um, when you use Dollar Shave Club because they have quality products to give you a quality shave, shower, or a brush of the teeth. Mm -hmm. And I would like to talk about the merits of Dollar Shave Club for a moment here because, uh, as Daryl said earlier, yeah, I'm going to be hosting Thanksgiving, which means I'm going to be frantically scrambling to get everything done right up until the last moment when my wife is like, oh, everyone's going to be here in 15 minutes. You should probably uh, not look any way you look right now uh, because it's a bushy beard and wild hair and all that stuff. You Dollar Shave Club. into the bathroom with Dollar Shave Club. Exactly. But usually when I, when I shave, I'm like very like nervous because I don't want to get nicks and cuts and like I have like sensitive skin. And so I want to like really go slowly. But with Dollar Shave Club, you can kind of expedite the process because the shave butter, the shave lather, the post-shave dew all make it less likely to get the irritation. Uh, they've got obviously very nice nice razors and high-quality razors at that to, again, limit the opportunities for you to cut yourself while you're trying to rush through shaving. They basically make what could be a very lengthy process into a much much more expedited, simple, and smooth, literally and figurative process. When you have high-quality products, you can trust them. And you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club's products to the test. Mm -hmm. The Ultimate Shave Starter Set has everything you need for an amazing shave. The Executive Razor, the Shave Butter, the Prep Scrub, and the Post Shave Do. I think Taylor mentioned Mm -hmm. two out of the three of those. Mm -hmm. Um, The best part is you can try it for just five. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular prices. Get your ultimate starter set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash TSS. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash TSS. Thank you to our friends at Dollar Shave Club for sponsoring today's episode and making it so I don't cut my face open repeatedly while frantically trying to shave. That would ruin Thanksgiving. It right? really, you really just would. Turned up with blood coming out of your face. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I'm here to host as I've just got like gauze wrapped <laughs> around my neck. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, so mm-hmm. one of the important things about Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is you're all enjoying the food. You're all, I guess, eating Greg Bayhalter. <laughs> um, Gunnosaurus has figured out how to get the food in his face. It's all going well, but you're having, a, you're having lots of conversations and eventually. Eventually, mm-hmm. things get contentious, yeah. right? Someone brings up uh, politics or religion or one of these many, many soccer topics which you should not raise at a soccer table because they're too contentious. Mm-hmm. So we are going to give you some arguments to avoid, but also maybe how to solve them or how to get out of them if yeah. you get yourself into trouble. Taylor, what's a soccer topic you will be trying strenuously to avoid at your dinner table? The and European even Super Re- League? Even Rebecca Lowe couldn't, couldn't get you out of this. The European Super League. European Super League. Yes. I, I think anytime you're talking about a theoretical thing that also is like representative of like giant commercial brands that will never, uh-huh. never ever be movable, it just becomes a little bit of a bummer. And I feel like it lends itself to everybody just being like, yeah, I guess that's going to happen. All right, yeah, I guess it's going to happen. You're not really going anywhere with it aside from like shaky ground and uh, nervous feelings. So yeah. I think you can just deflect onto like, but the current Champions League is pretty great. I have, I have a way out of it. Hmm. I, think, I think the European Super League is mostly the threat of it is used as leverage mm-hmm. by the big teams to get more generous terms of the regular Champions League. So right. I think it will only ever 
never be a threat to be used as leverage. So, how, so what's the solution then? Do you just say that to people when they yeah. bring it up? and then they're like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. And, then you, and then you quickly change the subject. But don't change the subject to anything like... Who's better, Messi or Ronaldo? Okay. Don't change the subject to that because that gets you in all sorts of trouble because you know what? They're both really good. They are. They are. <laughs> and But which way do you mean it gets you into trouble? Because I feel like there's like a couple different possibilities for this being a bad topic of it's, conversation. It's more that um, people fall into just two camps yeah. and are absolutely unwilling to even uh, concede that the other one is a good footballer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I agree with all that. And then I would add that it also lends itself to the person who's like, well, let, OK, let's break this down and compartmentalize. Like, let's talk foot skills first. And then suddenly yeah. you're having this weird like checklist survey conversation. You don't need that one. So I think that's where you just throw in like. I think that's why I deflect with a joke. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, I would just be like, ah, you know, but we can all agree that Bebe is better than both of them combined. (laughs) That's a great way out of it. That's a great way out of it. But what should you not bring up next? Or just seriously argue that, like, what an obviously inferior player is superior to those two. DeAndre Edlin... (laughs) locks it down, and I don't see, see either one of them playing right back for Newcastle. I mean, I think the way out of it is to say mm-hmm. that um, we're just lucky to live in a time where we could see two of the best players yeah. of all time uh, play at the same time. I would, yeah. I would agree with that, and all that right. might come up, come up in things we're thankful for on tomorrow's show. All right. uh, but for now, this is kind of, kind of a serious one, so I apologize for that, but I really do try to avoid any topics that just lend themselves to people talking about how bad everything is, and an example mm-hmm. of that would just be the 2022 World Cup. That there's no way to have a conversation about the 2022 World Cup that is going to break any new ground that's going to tell anybody unless someone says like why is it bad in which case that's a conversation but otherwise it just ends up being like and this is terrible and that is bad and this is frustrating and you just end up listing things and it becomes this swarm of negativity that leads to a whirlpool that leads to sadness so instead let's just talk optimistically about the 2026 world cup which i think (laughs) we're at least guaranteed to make and so that right there is already a positive in the right direction all right that's a good that's a good way out of it that's a good way out of it but then next you don't want to bring up who's better Pele or Maradona? No, you don't. Because th- that one is is going to be more cliches, but also more dug in, and I think lends itself to more like outside of soccer conversations about what you value and what you yeah. care about and who you are as a person. Nobody needs that. Anyway, the correct answer is George Best. They wouldn't <laughs> okay. have called him that, and they wouldn't have put it in his name, would they? Unless he was the best. They would not. They would not. Yeah. D- but so you can talk about maybe George Best being the best. Are you going to talk about VAR at your Thanksgiving, or is that an outlawed topic? I mean, I. Yeah, I don't want to talk VAR. Mostly mm-hmm. I'm annoyed by other people's opinions of VAR because mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's not as dramatic as people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. I, I often think that it's just a thing that people who want to have a dramatic conversation will lean into VAR. So you enjoy the weekend review episodes with myself and Ryan Bailey, do you? I mean, I sometimes fast forward the VAR parts. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's the answer. Press the uh, skip 15 seconds. Well, button. I've got a lot of thoughts on VAR, so uh, you're just going to have to hear about it right now. And once we get through all these topics, then we can uh, like move on to the next one. Does that work for you? I'm pressing you the button. Fr- frantically fast forwarding <laughs> what about i'm trying to think oh, uh one standing rule uh do not talk to me about fantasy sports i don't need to hear anything about your fantasy soccer team that's that's a big one <laughs> it's just things taylor doesn't want to hear yeah about. also unsolicited glory days stories while we're on that one um <laughs> oh, no, but you haven't heard about my high school soccer team <laughs> and moving on uh, i would say greg berhalter is definitely a topic that you are allowed to discuss but maybe the leadership of u.s soccer and soccer united marketing again not really going to be a conversation starter more of a contentious debate topic at best i've got uh, arguments to avoid should greg bear be fired mm-hmm. yeah no why why do you think people should avoid that 
just because it'll get contentious and it'll get negative. There's mm-hmm. a lot of negativity around Berhalter, even after the US kind of rescued the end of 2019, right? right. With the win over Canada and the uh, the obvious away win over Cuba. So sincere question then, do you, are there certain managers that you think it is okay to talk about getting fired? Like are there ones that like would Unai Emery, like yeah. should he still be there or not? I think there's a realistic possibility I see. that he's going to get fired and you can build a realistic mm-hmm. case, right? If you actually just break down what has Greg Berhalter done wrong, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not enough to fire him. Not even close. If it was a sort of a legal case, um, if this was um, an indictment and it had gone to the Senate, yeah. there would not be enough evidence to convict Greg Berhalter. Yes, <laughs> I see what you're getting at yeah. here. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Which then, is another topic you probably shouldn't raise at Thanksgiving. No, probably not. Probably <laughs> not. Um, I'm trying to think of like what the line would be then for for like talking about coaches getting fired. But I think so. We're just okay with Unai Emery uh, conversations. Are we okay with Solskjaer conversations? Um, I, I mean, I feel like he deserves the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. See, there we go. So I'm going to say, based on your your response, though, that means that you're kind of open to that conversation. But Greg Berhalter being fired, no, close that door. No, because it's not going to happen. Right. Right. All yeah. right. There so, we go. Yeah. So let's move on. What about Nuno leaving Wolves? Are we going to talk about that one? I. So I was nervous I for a minute when uh, when the Spurs job was open. I'm glad that they had that conversation with Jose Mourinho in the the many weeks leading up to it. Yes. <laughs> Nuno is safe. There, are, there aren't many other like specific topics that that I can think of that I would like to avoid, or specific like blank versus blank. What yeah. about what about you? I'm, I'm assuming you've got a couple more. Weirdly, um, I wrote down pro rel on my list, mm-hmm. but then I realized it's actually fine to have a pro rel conversation um, around a dinner table. Mm-hmm. It's just on Twitter that you can't have a pro rel conversation. Yeah, it's Twitter, and then drinking responsibly, you can still have it. Yeah, if you've had a few, maybe less so. Yeah, so there you go. You can talk pro rel at Thanksgiving. Uh, okay. I'll give it the official seal of approval. Just don't go on Twitter. Unless you have a tinfoil hat on, in which case you are not allowed to talk pro rel. Yes. Okay, cool. You use that to keep the turkey warm. I co-sign yeah. on that. Tinfoil's for leftovers, that. not for putting on your head. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> um, if you have some German friends, mm-hmm. like I know you invited some Germans, like Jürgen Klopp mm-hmm. and, um, Lutz. and Lutz. Uh, so we should not talk about did that ball cross the line in 1966? Because <laughs> it obviously did. I mean, I am happy to talk about it, pitting you against the Germans and seeing where that one goes. Uh, And as we all know, the Germans have a lovely sense of polite humor and would absolutely enjoy that and (laughs) wouldn't answer you literally. Well, luckily, uh, the answer to this is Jeff Hurst scored a a fourth goal, so it's fine. I feel, like, I feel like now we're just moving into another one of my topics, which is uh, blind fandom, where, where, where you're happy to talk about your team and all the beauty of your team yeah, yeah. to the extent that you are no longer listening to anyone else talk about their team. Uh, even if you're Think team- about 1966. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. I think – and maybe that's just a, a good rule of thumb as well, is if everyone is checking their watches and you're, you're struggling to find someone to make eye contact to as you rant about your team, maybe that means it's time to not talk about your team anymore. <laughs> Social cues, people. Mm-hmm. Social – Yep. Anything else to avoid at Thanksgiving dinner, or can we um, wrap this up and clear the table? I'm, I'm trying to think of who the, the loud uncle in the corner would be that you want to avoid, and it might be Big it's Sam. Graham Sunes. It's Graham Sunes. It's Graham Sunes. You're right. It's absolutely Graham Sunes. <laughs> it might be Big Sam as well. Big Sam was recently talking about how um, he got a payout from England and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Big Sam is, is, has his pint of wine in the kitchen, and yeah. like you haven't seen him in a while, and you it's think he's, he's bitter, okay, right? but you're just kind of all right with that. Graham Sunes is the one who's in the, like, the comfortable chair off to the side, but doesn't mind mm-hmm. like chir- like chirping in with uh, unnecessary comments that are strangely critical of things that don't need to be criticized. And we don't really want to hear Uncle Bruce's um, opinions about what happened in 2017. Not so much. Not so much. We certainly don't. He wrote we, a whole book about we it. We really, 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 really don't. Maybe you're for, for Christmas. He's always getting us all that book. 
I'm going to add Jurgen Klinsmann. With that in mind, I'm adding Bruce Arena and Jurgen Klinsmann to my list of things that I don't think people should talk about that, that are maybe topics to avoid at soccer Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, you ready to clear the table? Yeah, I think so. Um, okay, let's get that done. Um, we will be back with one more Thanksgiving show where Talia and I will go over the things we're thankful for right now. It'll be some soccer things, but also some personal things. Um, if you're listening to this show on Tuesday, then part two, the What We're Thankful For show, will be out on Wednesday. Taylor Rockwell, until then, thank you for sharing Thanksgiving dinner with me. Right back at you, buddy. Listeners, thank you for joining us for Thanksgiving dinner, and we will talk to you again soon. Listener.